I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. Our defense was a lot better in the second half. That gets us some transition opportunities. We've just got to keep pushing the ball. Um, you know, we scored points in the second half, and we had five, six wide-open shots, seven or eight maybe wide-open shots that we didn't make. So we're scratching the surface of what we could do. Coach, how encouraged were you by Pascal's performance? Well, he needs to rebound and change shots or block shots. That's what he needs to do. That's what he did last year, and he's fully capable of doing that. They had 16 points in the second half. One of them was a bank, and the other three was at the end of the game. So, they, you know, they can't play better defense than that. They're a pretty good offensive team. There's a couple loose balls we didn't get, and if we don't get those, we're not going to win this year. And I thought after that, we went out, and there was a couple more loose balls, and we got them, and we're going to have to get those. We don't, you know, guys that are sometimes offensive-minded players like Elijah and O'Shea are, they've got to also get those balls. And we haven't been doing that all year. We need to. No, I mean, we, he wasn't playing good, and we, I want to win. <laughs> so I wanted to try to win the game. Didn't really work that as well as I would have liked in terms of how we played in the beginning. Welcome to the Q's Militia Podcast with those two unapologetically biased, orange-blooded homers, Sean and Joe. All right, what's up, Q's Nation? Thanks for tuning in to the Q's Militia Podcast with Sean and Joe. If you like it, please share the universal handle for the socials at Q's Militia. Go there, join the militia. We are the only Syracuse sports podcast centered around giving you, the fans, a platform. So, welcome. As Joe said in the last show, sorry, Arkansas State, it has to be you. Right, Joe? You remember those words, don't you? Yeah, kind of. it, it had to be you. Syracuse pummels Arkansas State in their first ever meeting, 82-52, to 52, in front of 18,808 fans in the Dome. You'll hear from us. We'll hear from you, those who decided to participate in the fan feedback. Uh, but first, as always, we know bowl season is upon us. And what better time to get in on some action than with my bookie than right now? Don't be that one guy on the couch with no rooting interest in some of these bowl games as your relatives sit around watching the games with you. Not this year. There's 41, a record, 41 bowl games to bet on, including the national championship game on January 7th. It really is the most wonderful time of year. Make sure you're ready 
for the daily action by signing up at MyBookie today. They pay fast when you win. Ownership really cares about good customer service, and they offer the craziest props. Uh, Where you bet is just as important as who you're betting on, and if you want to make money during this bowl season, you got to go to MyBookie. I trust them, uh, but you don't have to take my word for it. Go check them out for yourself. Join MyBookie today, and they will offer you a 50% deposit bonus. Make sure you have a nice bankroll for this bowl season. Use promo code QS25 when you deposit to activate that offer. That's promo code QS25. At my bookie, you play, you win, you get paid. My bookie. All right. <clears throat> okay. Morning announcements, class. So we did get word. <laughs> no, I don't have a ton. Uh, we did get word. Guard Howard Washington. He's going to sit out the rest of the season with medical redshirt. Um, he, the ACL that he suffered in his right knee last January, uh, he underwent surgery. Uh, he returned. He did get some minutes this year, but he's not made it back to full health, and he's struggling, and he just, like Coach said, he was not able to overcome it. So he's going to red shirt, medical red shirt this year. For the rest of yeah. the year. So stop asking yeah, about sometimes how. it takes sometimes it takes a little bit more time than others. Everyone's a little different, so Yeah, it's unfortunate, you know, because you don't want you want kids to play, obviously, but you don't want them to not be able to play because of medical reasons. That because that you know right. You know what I mean? But you don't want to rush them back and Absolutely. they could get hurt. So yeah. you might as well, you know, take uh be more careful about it and um do the smart thing and you know, at least uh, it's not a season where we're actually 100% relying on him, you know. So it would have been nice to get out there and see what he can do. And I know that some of our point guard players struggled, but um, at least we know that he'll have another year and he'll be back in full full health next year. So Yeah, so, and, you know, it's better for everybody. So uh, we, we are doing our Camping World Bowl preview. We'll, should be out tomorrow afternoon. That's tomorrow Christmas Eve afternoon. You know, it'll be there for a couple of days. So, you know, the episodes are going to come out back to back and it'll be there a couple of days, obviously, before the bowl game for you to listen to that. We're having Tyler Marone on. Uh, Tyler is um, one of our one of our podcast buddies. He's the, he, he hosts the only other podcast I would recommend besides this one. Um, and that is the he's of the trademark podcast. He hosts the Syracuse football digital radio program. So. If you've never listened to Tyler, give him a shot. He's a former Syracuse defensive end. He knows what he's talking about, and um, he's entertaining. So uh, go there. Yes, sir. Listen to him, and he'll be on with us in our next episode. So look forward to that. All right. The Orange held the Red Wolves to 16 points in the second half, making a 41-point turnaround after being down by 11 in the first. Hughes and Battle both led the team with 17 points. Hughes shot 50% from the floor, and he had three threes. And again, he's just solid every game for the Orange. He's, he's been solid. I think he had one bump game. Other than that, he's solid. He's always either he's always leading scorer or he's, or he's bridesmaid. So um, he was huge in the first half. Uh, when the offense was struggling, he hit a couple threes, and you know he basically saved us in, coming back in that first half. Tyus was 5 for 12. He hit six of his seven free throws. That's good to see. Brissett was one rebound away from a double-double. That's good to see. He finished with 15. He also shot 50% from the field. Chuku off the bench this game. Uh, he finished with four points, all four of those, four for four on free throws. He also pulled down 13 rebounds, six of those offensively, six of the 11 of the whole entire team, actually, 
So he was very active down low. The effort, I thought, was excellent from him. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, like, Chuku doesn't have to be a superstar. Chuku just has to contribute. He has to do the things that, as you heard Coach say, that he knows that that um, Pascal can do down low. It's rebound and block shots. He can do that. He's seven foot two. You know, we're not asking him to, to, to shoot from behind the arc. So, um, Frank is still on the struggle bus a little bit. Uh, he, he struggled again. Um, you know, I think he had three assists and six points. Um, you know, he was four for four from the line. Uh, Syracuse actually did shoot the ball pretty good, though, 47.1%. They continue to struggle from distance, 7 of 23, but they were 81.8% from the line, 27 from 33. That I can deal with. Cuse held Cockfield to 17 points. The Red Wolves were 34.6 shooting as a team, and Cuse won the battle of the boards, 37 to 30, resulting in 18 to 11 in second chance points in favor of the Q's. So, Joe, oh, it's, our, it's Arkansas State. This is how it should be, right? But 30 points. I mean, they crushed them. And that was after... We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The NBA Finals are heating up. Looking for hot takes on all the postseason action? The Old Man and the Three, presented by BMW, is the podcast to listen to for the ultimate finals coverage. Host and former NBA sharpshooter J.J. Redick not only has a plugged-in perspective on the action from his time in the league, but he's also announcing the games in real time for ESPN. J.J. has the ultimate insider point of view, and he's taking you along for the ride as he breaks down the best defensive schemes, dunks, and drives from each game. And speaking of incredible drives, there's no better place to tune into your new favorite podcast, The Old Man and the Three, than in a standard-setting BMW. Luxury meets power to create a wholly new driving experience. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard, BMW, the ultimate driving machine. Leading by two at the half. Yeah. Well, that's what you expect them to do against teams like that. That's what they should do against teams like that. Um, and it was something that uh, it was uh, a welcome, welcoming thing to see, something I think a lot of the fans needed to see to kind of take one of the feet off the ledge. And, um, again, I mean, we, <laughs> I think we had I think we had three players that played pretty solid, pretty efficient, um, and – with a guy, uh, Chuku in the middle, playing a, a game in the middle like that, um, we're going to beat most teams that we should beat um, when we play like that. Uh, Frank Howard definitely has to play a little bit better. 1-6 from the floor, 0-4 from the three-point line. He's still taking too many, but um, so it's he's still struggling, and it was unfortunate to see that uh, Jalen Carey was injured and he couldn't play. I thought Buddy Beheim came in and, and played some decent minutes. Uh but uh, it's like it comes down to what we talk about every single every single week. Uh, the little things, the little categories that we talk about them winning as a team, and 
I mean, we won all of them. I mean, we shot a better percentage from the field. We shot a better percentage from the free throw line. We won rebounds. We run. We won turnovers. Um, so when that happens, you got a really good chance of winning. And then when you hold the team to 16 points and a half, then you really have a really good chance to win, especially when you're scoring like that. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Buddy did put in some good minutes. I mean, hit a three, and you know, <laughs> it's funny because. I mean, the crowd and the fans, they just, obviously, they just he's the hometown hero, basically. You know, you just want to root for Buddy. And he's just been so, he's, he has struggled so much this year. Um, and it was good to see. Look, this is what you expect from Syracuse playing a team like Arkansas State. And I get it. But had they lost, I mean, it is, like, devastating. So, a 30-point win, it wasn't no... Two-point win, you know what I'm saying? They fixed things at the half. They came out. They did their thing. So, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm good Well, that's that. like, again, that's what they have to do. And uh, the one thing that stood out to me was, um, you know, when your offense isn't clicking, um, you don't want to have to force shots. If the defense is holding you down to the end of the shot clock, you know, um, go to the hole, try to be aggressive, try to get to the free throw line. I think that was some of the things that um, – that we did really well this. I mean, obviously shooting 33 free throws, uh, I mean, making 27 to 33 free throws and then, you know, playing the defense that you did. Um, you don't really even have to shoot 47% to win a game. So, right. What, uh, it just seemed to me like the, the Brissett and, and Hughes in battle, they took really high percentage shots and, um, they were able to penetrate a little better, especially Brissett. He was able to take the shots that we want him to take that he should be taking. Right. Well, the problem is, is that you have to, okay, when a team's playing aggressively and they're kind of testing the, you know, the refs and testing, you know, the offense, um, if you just sit there and you take bad shots and you don't get any fouls called on that person, um, then they're going to just continue to keep doing it. So it's kind of one of those things where you got to force the issue and you got to get some of these guys a couple fouls so that they back off because uh, no one wants to get fouled out of a game. And I think that's one of the things that they just got to be smarter about. I think a lot of our big issues is the mental aspect of the game and little things like that. And just knowing that if someone's going to be all up in you and you're not going to allow you to really get a good shot off, then you got to do things to kind of combat that and get them, get a little bit more space and, you know, getting guys in foul trouble is one of the ways. So as long as you can do that controlled and, you know, it's beneficial because it gets them uh, in foul trouble, they back off and then you can get to the free throw line. So, you know, playing smart like that, you know, it's not all about always about shooting the three ball. You know, sometimes you got to get down there and be physical and play dirty. So, yeah. And I will say, too, just to piggyback on what I was talking about earlier, you know, it being Arkansas State, we know, but they've struggled from the line all year. And it doesn't matter what team you're playing. They right. shot 81 percent point. Well, you call it 82 percent from the free throw line. The free throw it, free throw is the same thing no matter who you're playing. Right. So. It could be Duke. It could be anybody. And that that improved dramatically so you know that's the one thing you can take away from this i think i think like you mentioned the higher percentage shots obviously contributed to 47 percent from the floor and you know it's not going to always be like that but a boost of confidence goes a long way to these young guys and uh to beat up on a couple teams coming up that's really good so they've actually got a week off we are going to go ahead and do the saint bonaventure pregame later in the week 
and yep. play play next Saturday, and then they have another whole week off, right before they start before ACC game. play. Yeah, yeah. So you know, um, and what you talked about too, it's interesting because it's a lot like last year when you talk about that too. Remember we talked about them last year how they were consistently inconsistent. Yeah, yeah. And that's what it is. You know yeah. the talent they have on their team, but you don't know what team you're going to see from night to night, which is it, which causes a lot of uh, heartache and a lot of close games, and especially against some teams when you don't think you should be there. Um, and that's really where we are with this team, you know? Yep. That's what the nucleus of this team has given us the past couple of years, and that's kind of where we're at. Uh, we've it been living on the is. bubble, and, you know, and it exactly. Looks like, it looks like we're going to live on the bubble again this year, so it should be exciting, guys. I guess we'll have to break out the old, uh, the old um, what do you call it? Um, well, they call it the net system now, but they still do rely on the quadrants, I guess. So No, it's part of it. Yeah, yeah, it's part of it. So we'll have to break that stuff out again, but it is what it is. All right, well, it's time to hear from you, those who participated. It's time to hear from you, the loud mouths from the loud house, the best damn college sports fans in the nation. All right, you know where to find us. The universal handle is at Cuse Militia on Facebook and Twitter. We propose the question at the end of every game, and you go there and you give us your thoughts immediately after the game, good, bad, or indifferent. Uh, this week, you know, Saturday afternoon games at 2, when they get over at 4 and you're playing in Arkansas State, these are the worst um, – this is the worst gathering of as far as numbers go. There's not a whole lot to choose from. So the the fan feedback top ten is uh, brought to you by JP Mulligans. Now listen, JP Mulligans has done something that I thought is great. They have given you a dollar off every Labatt bottle that you buy there during the SU game. So go there. I would Uber. Uh, dollar off Labatt bottles. I'm definitely Ubering there, and I'm definitely Ubering back. But they're open. Oh, yeah. They're definitely. Uh, uh, they're open uh, happy hour every Monday through Friday, 4 to 6, Trivia Tuesdays, and every NFL game. And like I said, every Q's game, dollar off the bat bottles. You can't beat it. So uh, the fan feedback top 10 is actually the fan feedback top 9 today. At Oil Q's, our buddy Captain oh, Patrick. Wow. They weren't <laughs> impressed, were they? Uh, it, it's not Didn't a whole lot of, to, yeah. you know, whine about. So Yeah, well, you'd be surprised. No. Some still whined. But um, it's a good effing thing they won. Otherwise, I think we'd have some people on suicide watch. And I think it's funny, Joe, because I don't think you scroll the comments like I do. And you mentioned that. You know, get, Seriously. People would be freaking jumping off and throwing themselves <laughs> out of windows. So, um, yeah, absolutely, Captain. Uh, at Orange Faithful, second half looked like the squad we thought that uh, we were they were going to be, hoping they build off of it. Yeah, the confidence, right, Joe? I mean, confidence can go a long way with these guys, can't it? Yeah. Like oh. we talked about, it's at some point it gets borderline humiliating and you got to get out there and prove that you are who you are and who people think you were, were going to be. And uh, obviously we have some people that still aren't there yet, but um, obviously we had three other, four other people that kind of stepped up and uh, answered the call this past Saturday, so... Yeah, at Salty Warrior, we look decent against cupcakes only. Well, that I can't argue with that, but too much because we really only have one <laughs> signature win this year. I can't argue with it too much. So no, uh, yeah, Syracuse uh, Orange basketball has a lot to to prove to at Salty Warrior, and yeah. I don't blame fans for for calling that out. I don't. 
Yeah, I don't. it all depends on what his definition of a cupcake is. Uh, Arkansas State. Arkansas State definitely is, and there's <laughs> others that are on our schedule. Right. But uh, sure, I'd be interested. There's some people like I, I'm. I venture to say that there's not a cupcake in when it comes to conference play. You know, uh, oh, absolutely some bad, not. Sometimes, you know, obviously, there's the worst team in the in the conference. Sure, but. At the end of the day, I don't think any of them are considered cupcakes. So there's some people out there that think that they are. So, like Absolutely I said, um, when we start winning some games in the ACC, hopefully we don't start getting keep getting those same comments about cupcakes. Well, and you know the team has to kind of prove themselves back to some of the fans. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's why right now that's valid, and I'm not going to argue. That's what right. I just said. Exactly. It's, you know, um, at, if not now, when 84? I think that's 280 characters right there. Um, this. <laughs> This this team, uh, uh, this is a team they should have been the entire year. Chuku played like a boss. Uh, in parentheses, he puts, even though Sean hates him. Now listen, if you're a new, huh. if you're a new listener, that's a joke, I think. Um, no, it's not. It's real. <laughs> rebounds. It's shut real up, life, Joe. people. Shut up. You don't even know what he says behind the scenes. Oh boy, here we go. You are such I'm a just, tool. Look, I'm not going to go oh, into gosh. details. I'm just oh, saying. Okay. Um, he sat on the bench this week. Okay, he got shown the whip. You know, we yeah, talked well. we talked about it. It worked. You know, yeah, sometimes it tough love, man. Tough love. Uh rebounds are key. Offense still a little lacking and still crappy at the line. My, Michael. Michael. What were you watching? 81 80, 27 call, of 33 call, is call not 82%. Uh they did start slow though. Oh, I will say this cuz Mike commented on my tweet. I I tweeted about the free throws because they did not start good. They did not. They were closer to 40-something, maybe even 50 at the best. So, um, but, you know, I'm encouraged, but this is, was a mediocre team. Absolutely, yeah, we talked about that. Uh, yeah. Daniel, they look good, obviously, against a team we were supposed to beat, but games like this will hopefully help them gel as a team and to remember to have fun on the court. Yeah, two alley-oops, you know, yeah. this is kind of what, we that kind of cohesion looked like they were having fun. Looked like they wanted to be out there. Absolutely, albeit a cupcake. He's he's right. You know, sometimes you need these games that kind of get you in the right mindset. Yeah, yeah. Built like another confidence builder. Like I said, um, talking about Chuku, I really enjoyed watching him today. I felt like he got them going. Yeah, I mean, even though Sean hates him. Yeah, right. Of course, of course. <laughs> you forgot to read that part in there. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, he did get him going. I mean, 13 rebounds, six offensively. I mean, you know, like I said, he doesn't have to be a superstar. You know, all he's got to do is catch the ball. Don't put it on the ground. No, he can catch the ball. I told you. Yeah. Oh, he's gotten better at catching. Oh, thank God. Um, he has. At, at double E 07. Uh, talking about Chuku, they're a different team when he is active on defense. Yeah. Well, it takes a lot of pressure off of. Everybody, especially, you know, like Brissett and, you know, Hughes at times, when if, if someone else can rebound the ball. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, right. Bubba says, it's painful to watch. I'm not watching. Let me know if, they, if we win. When does the women's team play? I will watch that. <laughs> Bubba's a, he's an in-house troll. Um, Eichel. Gosh. Well, they won. They won by 30, and then the women played at 7 o'clock that night, and they won too. Yeah, so there and this you go, was Bubba. obviously I post this after the game. So Bubba has no idea. He has no idea. Um, I just want to let him know. Eichel? Eichel. 
I'm Eichel. saying Eichel. I think that's. I think I'm saying that right. Um, still no pressure defense, but there was a buddy sitting big man. Finally got the message. I don't, I don't know what he means. I don't know what he's trying he's, to. I know what he's trying to say, but I don't know why he's typed it like that. Um, sitting Pascal sent a message is what he's saying, and I don't know. We'll yep. s- we'll see, right? Because we won't know until the next game. I mean, because Coach will sit him again. He's not afraid to put Mark down there, although it doesn't work. I mean, let's be honest. It doesn't. It doesn't work. It ain't going to work in conference play. It's not even going to be close. I mean, it's for emergency minutes only. Yeah. I mean, he does add a little bit. He is does add a little bit of energy down there, but I don't think it's a fix by any means. But no. it, it could be, like he says, you know, um, sitting Chukwu sends a message to Chukwu. Right. So, all right. Well, uh, that's it. So, that's it for fan feedback. Look, quick episode. Arkansas State. We know. You know, you're supposed to beat Arkansas State. It was a home game. 18,000 people. Eight, almost 19,000, which is excellent. I like seeing yeah. that. But it doesn't matter to me. A win is a win. And the best we can finish is 9-4 and four non-conference. And it's very important that we do so because it's the damage – is done and yeah we, we we can't afford to definitely can't afford to lose no no you have to look at where usually the number is you know i mean usually it's right around 20 wins you know and to get 20 wins we're gonna have to win 11 games yeah out of 18 in the conference which i mean is tough it's tough sledding in this in this conference and uh you know, our strength schedule is going to be there. Our strength schedule is definitely going to be there. Um, hey, you got to play Duke the, twice, so. Oh, right. dude, yeah. I mean, we have opportunities all over the place, and that's where it comes down, you know. And on top of the fact that you got to kind of keep an eye on the teams that did beat us because um, what they do affects how we're looked upon as well. So, um, again, I, uh, I think, you know, I mean, I'm not going to speak for you, but I'm going to go one game at a time. And yeah, no, I totally agree, one game at a time. And you it know, should the always game, be like St. Bonaventure. But... We got a week. Yeah, I'm going down to the bowl game. I don't want to really have to stress about this. Uh, right. And hopefully we can just, you know, kind of handle St. Bonaventure the way that uh, we did Arkansas State. And then we can have another week. And uh, again, maybe that's just the time that this team needs to kind of, you know, get it together. Yeah. So um, again, I will reiterate. Be on the lookout for our Camping World Bowl preview. Um, we will have Tyler Morona on there, and I'm sure it's going to be excellent. I th- I'm almost positive. So be on the lookout for that. And uh, thanks for spreading the word. Again, the universal handle for everything, if you don't know already, is at Cuse Militia. Thank you to JP Mulligans. Thank you, my bookie. Thank you, Shopping Town Barbershop. Thank you for all of you for listening, who, those who participate in fan feedback. For You're Joe, welcome. I'm Sean. We're out. Cue the bells. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Q's Militia Podcast, the fan's voice with Sean and Joe.